Thank you for tuning into Stepping Stones of Faith. Stepping Stones of Faith is a ministry of Claytonville United Brethren Church. Our service times are as follows. Sunday morning Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning worship starts at 10.30 a.m. If you would like to join us for any of these services, our address is 106 Elizabeth Street, Claytonville, Illinois, 60926. We hope to see you this morning. Our study is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 today. If you are in the Red Bible, it is 989. Starting chapter 10 today, there are, I believe, 16 chapters in this book. And we are going to go through the, this, not this whole chapter, but part of this chapter today. <clears throat> we have been talking about 1 Corinthians uh, for a while now. Paul is basically going through and setting some things straight with the Corinthian church. We talked about food offered to idols in chapter 8. We talked about the rights of an apostle and how Paul talks about live, uh, 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 apostles are to live from the gospel, meaning that they are to expect and to only take advantage of what the Lord provides for them in that particular situation, whereby it meaning that if the Lord blesses them with something, take that. Don't expect anything more than that. That's kind of like Amy and, I, Amy and I were talking about this before, and it's kind of like in the, I don't like to say olden days, but you know, back in the country churches back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, if farmers didn't have money, they would give chickens or they would give eggs or they would give some sort of meat or something to the pastor. And he was then living by the gospel. And for him to expect more than that, then that would be different. That would be something that was wrong because you would be expecting something that you couldn't give. And I gave an example of an evangelist that I... Uh, had the opportunity to hear and this evangelist wanted a free will offering and he also wanted so much over that offering and he wanted a particular hotel room and a particular hotel and a particular whatever is in particular, particular, particular. Um, there were other hotels that were comparable. He didn't like those. He wanted a big one with a big suite in it and all those kinds of things. And he wanted to have that place to have a certain kind of breakfast. And, you know, so they had to find it. And uh, that's what he wanted. He wanted a certain kind of, uh, I believe he wanted a certain kind of car to pick him up too, but I wasn't sure about that. I don't remember that. Someone, I think, told me that he had to have a, a particular kind of car to pick him up. And so that would be living not from the gospel. You know, if you are wanting uh, to minister, then you take what you're given because that's what the Lord gives you. So we talked about that. We talked about um, other rights of the apostle. Prior to that, we talked about um, proclaiming Christ crucified, 
the fellow servants in Christ, the ministry of the apostles, the divisions of the church, all kinds of things. Paul was setting them straight. Talked about immorality, questions about marriage, living as God called you. Today we're going to be talking, like I said, about the warning against idolatry. I could talk all day about idolatry, but I won't. I know we get hungry about 12 o'clock and so we won't do that but we're going to talk about idolatry today the warning against idolatry and idolatry is something that is very simple to get dragged into we read about idolatry in the Old Testament we, we read about you know the, the Ishmaelites or whatever putting up statues of things, Baal and all these kinds of things. The children of Israel got caught up into that, some of that too, so much so that 3,000 of them got swallowed under the ground. But idolatry today is a lot more sneaky and a lot more stealthy. You know, you're not going to have, um, some people do, I guess, Statues in your house that you pray to, some people do. Some other religions do that. And in my mind, that's idolatry. But for the Christian, it, it is very um, sneaky. In my mind, anything that takes you away from your time with God is an idol. So what are 2022 idols? I'm going to name a few. Okay, so... Don't throw tomatoes at me if you use some of these things. <clears throat> uh, Facebook. Anybody use Facebook? I do. Instagram. I don't anymore, but okay. Twitter. Okay. YouTube. You don't have internet, so you, yeah. YouTube. Um, let's see. What else? Hulu. Uh, let's see what else. Hmm. Fast food. Take advantage of fast food. Once in a while. Take advantage of uh, a lot of music. Yeah. Okay. What about? I don't have mine in here. But what about this? Phones. Right? Okay? You see how easy it is to identify idolatry? Now, each thing that I listed, in and of themselves, are they bad? No. In and of themselves, they are not bad. Netflix is not bad in and of itself. Telephones are not bad in and of themselves. Music is not bad in and of itself, but it's what we do with it. That's like those people that have statues of saints in their house. The statues in themselves are not bad. It's what you do with those things. It's what you do with them. And so Paul is talking about idolatry here from the scripture. And Idolatry in this time was a lot different than it is now, but there, it's still there. It just takes on a different mask 
in the 21st century, 2022. Paul in chapter 10, starting in verse 20, says, I would not want you to be unaware that all of our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food and drank, all drank the same spiritual drink for they drank of the spiritual rock. Rock is capitalized, meaning Christ. That followed them, that, the spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased and they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were not examples to, be, to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they lusted. Neither the idolaters as were, as were some of them. As it is written, neither be idolaters as some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to revel. Neither let us commit sexual immorality as some of them committed. When 23,000 fell in one day, neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents. Neither murmur as some of them also murmured and were destroyed by, by the destroyer. Now all these things happen to them for examples. <clears throat> they are written as an, auto, as an admonition, ad, ad, admonition to us upon whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has taken you except that which is, co which is common to man. God is faithful, and he will not permit you to be tempted above what you can endure. But will, with the, the temptation, also make a way to, way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Now, common to man. Temptation's common to man. That stays the same, but it takes many faces. What's common to man in 2022? We don't have any kids here, so we can kind of get... <clears throat> Sex is common to man, mankind. The world today, they feed that lust. You watch television or watch internet TV and those commercials, what are they focused around? Sex, some kind of thing, or prescriptions nowadays. But when I took marketing in college, and this was 100 years ago, but when I took marketing in college, the best, they, told, they said the best way to sell a product is to sell sex with it. You know, if you're going to say, if, if they were going to sell a perfume. Who remembers the commercial with Cindy Crawford years ago and she would say, there's nothing between me and my Jordache jeans. Okay, I remember that. that was, I was in high school then. What that was implying was she was wearing them without anything under them. A sexual connotation. 
There, you know, if you if you look at the old commercials of shampoo, anybody remember Fabio? Did he ever wear a shirt when he was in a commercial? No. That's a sexual thing. Right? So that is bombarding us. So that's common to man. Now today, <clears throat> what else is common to man? Self. Right? What I want, I want it now. What I want, I want it my way. I want it now. I want it yesterday. It's got to be my way. We're all that way in some way, shape, or form. You know, that's, that's why they say, you know, you, know you, 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 you talk about some people, some people talk about people that are older. Oh, he's set in his ways. You know what that means? That means they have done what they want to do and they're going to keep doing it the way they want it. Focused on self. Set in his ways or she's set in her ways. Don't rock the boat. That's an idol. Self is an idol. All these, pe all these things that we've listed today, they are centered around self. My gratification. How I feel. Do I feel good? Do what, it, do what makes you feel good, right? That's what they would say a lot when I was younger. Do what makes you feel good. Or look out for old number one. I remember that. Look out for number one. Number one's you. Look out for you. Don't, don't think about anybody else. Think of yourself first. That's idolatry. 23,000 fell in one day because they were idolatry, uh, idolatrous people. He says, Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents. Remember that story? Moses had to fashion that snake on a pole, and if they looked upon that snake on a pole, then they were healed. That's how we get the doctor sign now. But that is, but that's where that, that's what that was. The serpents were there killing them, and if you looked upon that serpent, you, were, you, would, you wouldn't die. 3,000 of them chose not to look at the serpent. That's what that's saying. 3,000 chose to follow their own way. You ever hear that saying, you are, you are your own worst enemy? It's because you get in your own way because you think about self too much. That's an idle thing. He said prior to this, he said, he said in verse, verse 6, now these things were, were our examples to the intent that we should not lust after the evil things that they lusted. Meaning that we are to look to Christ, look to the rock, and follow him. And if we follow him, there's not going to be any going this way too often. And if we do, then we know where we can go to get it corrected, go before God and repent. So, Look to the rock, he said. He says, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose to revel. Neither let us commit sexual immorality as some of them have committed. 
sexual immorality is something that happens on a regular basis in today's society. People don't even know whether they're man or woman or dog or cat or whatever. Um, and to what end? They can do whatever they want, physically, emotionally, spiritually. That is immorality in the purest form. Now, he goes on. He says in verse, verse 11, talking about all of the things that happened, all of these things happened to them for examples. This is what's going to happen if you don't follow God. That's why 3,000 were swallowed up, died and swallowed up. This was an example for them. The rest that did, that this is what's going to happen if you don't follow God. And some, 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 some people might say, well, that was a mean thing for God to do. I've heard people say, God was mean in the Old Testament, but he was loving in the New Testament. No, he was loving in the Old Testament, too. He was just trying to make a point. I remember um, some people have said to me before that when, when they were younger, their dad was mean, but when they got older, he wasn't so mean anymore. Well, you know, when the kids are young, you have to set them straight. However that is, however that works for your kids. Some people, spanking works. Didn't work for mine. But what did work for mine was I found what they loved, loved the most dear for that week or whatever. And if they acted up, that went away. That thing they loved most dear was gone until they learned to behave and they learned to be respectful. And then they got it back. And so that served as an example. You do that, this is what's going to happen. God was doing that as an example. They, these things were written, it says, as an admon admonition to us upon whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. In other words, if you go back, you go back to that story of the two men that built their houses. One guy thought, well, I'm pretty smart. I'm going to do my house the quick way, and I'm going to build it on the sand. So I got to get it done. I want it done now. I don't want to have to do it right. I just want to get it done. And I'm going to build it on the sand. The other guy dug down deep, put a foundation, built the house on the foundation. When the winds came, which house fell? The one that didn't have the foundation. Because the guy that built it directly on the sand, it had no anchor, and therefore it fell. Sand will shift. You ever try to squeeze a handful of sand? You ever take a handful of sand and try to squeeze it? When you open your hand, there's nothing there. Because the, the sand will find a way through every crack and crevice in your hand and go out of your hand. No matter how hard you squeeze it, when we build our life on anything other than Jesus Christ, it will fall. 
our life will fall. We will have issue. And that is an example. That parable was written as an example of where to live your life, how to live your life. Build it on the rock, Christ Jesus. Now, no temptation has taken you except what is common to man. So there's nothing new. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. So the three temptations are the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And if you think about all of the things that we are tempted by today, all the different things, it's either lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, or pride of life. Right? That's why they use sex. Why they use sex to advertise? Lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes. Why do you think um, <clears throat> they have all these ads on social media? Lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes. Pride of life. Those three things, if you wrap all the temptations that we encounter, they're in those three things somewhere. In one of those three things, or all three of those things. They're there. So those are common, and they change. Like I said before, now social media, Netflix, Hulu, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all these things are common to man. They've changed. But they're still the same. Why do we get on Facebook? What's the purpose? Some would say, oh, to keep, 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 keep track of my family, keep track of my kids. But... Really? Some people, and I'm guilty of doing this too, but some people look to see what other people are doing and see how much better their life is than somebody else or how terrible their life is compared to somebody else. You know? You're friends with people on Facebook and when people say, people always put their best pictures forward on social media, you know? They want to portray the best self. They, want to, they don't want to portray the, the problems they're having. on social. Some people don't. Some people do. But when we see those things, we, what, do, what do we think? Sometimes we think we need to pray for them. Sometimes we think, man, I'm glad I'm not them. Pride of life. What is the reason, and, and a bigger question, what is the reason for the internet, really? The internet um, started off not as a global thing, but as they used it back in the 50s for departmental communications within the armed forces. This department would talk to this department through a computer network. All, albeit it was, computers were big as this room, some of them, you know, that's a bunch of, computers as big as this room but that's what it was used for it was intranet meaning it was within departments but then along comes Al Gore I think it was Al Gore that started expanding it and expanding it expanded it worldwide why communication but what does that do what is what does social media and internet do it breaks down the family, it breaks down interpersonal communications, right? 
How many times do you, you guys sit around a table every Sunday and talk? You guys do. But I've been to situations where I go to places and I have dinner and we're around a group of people and a lot of them are doing this while they're talking or not talking, just scrolling through Facebook. It's a disconnect. And that is a part of temptation because that tells me that that person views everything else and more important to them than the people around them. That's a self thing. Pride of life. Could be lust of the eyes. Could, you don't know what they're doing. It could be lust of the eyes. Could be lust of the flesh. That's an idol. That's an idol. We are to not have idolatry in those forms, but look to Christ. Look to the rock. Read your Bible. What, what drives me crazy, and I'm going to just say this because it drives me crazy. You know why there's Bibles in the pews? Nobody here did this, but I've been in situations where they have. People have tablets, like I got up here doing the music, or phones. Nobody carries a Bible anymore. You realize that? You go to a modern church, and the only people you'll see carrying a Bible are people that are over the age of 65. Because everything is on social media, on the laptops, on the, on the, on the tablets, on the phones. What's wrong with turning a page? Flipping through your Bible. You know what? Drive, that, that drives me crazy because nobody will ever know where the books are in the book. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do for version, because I use version for my devotional time sometimes, you go, you go in there, you go, books of the Bible, has them all listed. You pick your book, you close your book, tells you which chapter you want, tells you which verse you want. You ain't got to search for 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 30. You don't got to go through here and look. You just go, boom, 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 and there it is. You know how lazy that is? Laziness is an idol. Laziness is an idol. We try to make it so much easier for ourselves. <clears throat> Verse 12, 13, or 13 said, No temptation has taken the acceptance common to man. God is faithful. And he will not permit you to be tempted above that which you can endure. But he will provide a place, uh, he will provide, but he will with temptation also make a way to escape. But you may not, you may, that you may be able to bear it. Now, what is that way of escape? You know, you're going through, um, TikTok, flipping through TikTok, you know, God, I don't know how to get out of this. How do I stop doing this? Have we ever thought like that? Any, with anything. God, I'm watching this television program. How do I get out of watching this television program? What do I do? Well, we know what to do. We just stop it, right? But some people have 
impulse problems. And they have an issue with not knowing how to stop. Well, there is a way of escape. That escape is prayer. Father, help me to be able to stop. Father, give me the ability to seek you first. Prayer. So that begs the question, two questions actually, how much do we pray and how much are we tempted? You see, the Lord won't give you anything more than you can bear, but we can put God aside and say, I don't want to hear the Holy Spirit right now. I want to do what I want to do. And then we go beyond that what we can bear. And then we feel like trash because we have done something against God. Well, in the moment, we ignored God because that temptation and that idolatry took hold. So we pray. God, help me to know the difference. Help me to stand upon you. Forgive me where I have gone wrong. Those kinds of things we need to be praying. Verse 14, he says, So my beloved, flee from idolatry. So I could say, guess what? That means no more social media. Could I, say, could I say from Scripture, I could say from Scripture, nobody's allowed to have social media on their phones anymore. I think, I, 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 I think everybody in here would have a heart attack that had social media on their phones. Oh my gosh, I can't do that. You know? But it's one of those things where flee idolatry. Whatever causes you to have a problem, flee those things. If it's, so you know what I did with my phone? I, I recognized the problem for myself with social media. So I took it off my phone, all of it. Your phones now come with Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all the major platforms are preloaded on your phone. I took them off. Because I knew, I know how I am and I, I get caught up. I remember last year, I think it was, last July, my nephew, we went to the family reunion. My nephew said, have you ever seen TikTok? I said, I've seen it. I've not used it. He said, well, I have a TikTok account, so get on there, make an account, find me, friend me, and so I did, you know, not knowing what it was, so one day I was, the boys were, it was after the boys had went back to school, I was sitting in my office, or my, my desk anyway, and I was, you know, waiting for the file for the video to upload, and it takes like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes to upload, because it's huge, and so I said, well, I'm going to check out TikTok. So I'm going through TikTok, watching different things. And they have a lot of good stuff on there. Um, 
Steve Harvey has a lot of good things on there sometimes, and there's some other things. And I'm going through, and I was going through and going through. And you know what happened? When I sat down, it was 9 o'clock. When I realized what time it was, it was 1230. Three and a half hours of doing that. Not even realizing what time it was. And that was a problem for me. Same thing with Facebook on my phone. I'd had a problem with Facebook on my phone before, but I was using it to, to keep track of my family. So I got rid of that because it was a problem. And I started an Instagram page for the church, and I realized Instagram became a problem, so I don't use Instagram anymore. It's that recognition of the problems we have when it says flee idolatry, recognizing those things and saying, that is an issue for me, and it's pulling me away from my time with God. And I must get rid of it. Now, do I use Facebook still? Yeah, I put our stuff on Facebook. I've been trying for years to get somebody else get the admin on the Facebook, on the Facebook stuff, but nobody will do it. Hint, hint, hint. So, so I could get off of Facebook. So I'm only on Facebook on my computer for the sermons that I do. That's it. And if I want to get with my family on my phone, all I have is Messenger. That's it. I don't have Facebook. I can't see other things. Just what my family puts out. That's it. So if there's nothing out there, I don't even look at it. But it's a problem. It's a, it, for me, it's a problem. For you, it might not be. But there might be other things that you might realize, you know what, this is pulling me away from God and I need to work on it. Get it out of my things. Flee idolatry. Paul says, and continuing in verse 15, I speak as a wise man. Judge for yourselves what I say. And that's what I'm saying now. Judge for yourselves. Look at your situations and say, this isn't a problem or this is a problem and I need to change it. And be honest. The cup of blessing which we bless, it is not the communion of the blood of Christ. Is it not the com com communion of, blood of, 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 of the blood of Christ? And the blood, bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being may, many... Are one bread and one body, for we all are partakers of that one bread. Now, what's he saying there? Are we not part of the body? The things that affect you affect the body. If you're having uh, issues with idolatry, this doesn't impact you. Impacts all of us. So how is that possible? Well, when you are doing something you shouldn't do, you can't hide it for very long. You can hide it from people, but never from God, and eventually it will come out. And that will affect everyone around you. If you have a problem with, I'm just going to throw out there, gambling. Okay, a lot of places now 
It's legal to have slot machines in their establishments. Gambling. You may be able to hide it for a while. You might think to yourself, I'm going to set aside a budget of $20 a week that I'm going to gamble and I'm going to see if I win or if I lose and then my, that's my fun time. That's my, me, that's my, my fun money, right? $20 turns to $40 because you say, well, I lost $20 in five minutes. Maybe I need to up my budget a little so I can stay a little longer. Pretty soon you're blowing two, $300 and that's going to come out in your finances with your family, right? So it affects all of us. And then when you do that, you know, you fight with your spouse and then you come to church and you're in a bad mood and everyone wants to know why you're in a bad mood and you blow up with somebody else, it affects the body. <clears throat> That's like when you have an appendicitis. I never had one. I don't even know if I have an appendix anymore. I don't know had surgery around that area when I was like four, so I don't even know if I have an appendix. But if you have an appendicitis, it's not just lower right side. There's a lot of things that happen. You get a fever, you get throwing up, you get flu-like symptoms, you get really, and if it explodes, then you got a whole mess of a problem. It's not just the one area. It affects the whole body, right? Same thing with idolatry. You're not an island unto yourself. It affects the whole body of Christ. It especially affects the, the body of Christ in a particular area, like us. It would affect us if someone was having an issue and not dealing with it properly. It would affect us as individuals and then go out and affect the rest of the body because it spreads just like an infection it'll spread from you to us spread from us to other people so forth and so on that's why it affects the body now consider Israel after the flesh are not those who eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar what I am saying then, that the idol is anything or that which, what, what am I saying then, that the idol is anything or that which is offered in sacrifice to idols is anything? But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. Do not provoke the Lord to jealousy. Are we stronger than he? <clears throat> In other words, what did, what did Jesus say? He said you cannot serve God and mammon. Some people say that translates to money, but God or things that are our idolatry, so to speak. We cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve God and serve the enemy. There was a, an old Indian adage, you probably heard it, you know, 
the Indian chief tells his son a story and he says that the pers a, 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 a person has a wolf and a sheep in their body and they're continually fighting and he says, which one wins? And he says, the one you feed is the one that wins. So if, you're, if you are serving God and serving idolatry, what do you feed? If you're feeding your relationship with God, God will win. But if you are serving idolatry and feeding idolatry, what will happen? Now, I'm not to say, I'm not saying God is not strong enough to beat idolatry, because God can. God can just, done. But if we feed idolatry, what happens is idolatry wins out in us and we set God aside by our own volition to serve idolatry. We cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve God and we cannot serve demons. We cannot drink from the table of the Lord and drink from the table of idolatry and say we're okay. You've got to choose. You've got to choose. You can't eat from the table of God and, in, and the table from idolatry. You can't. That's why Paul said in prior chapters <clears throat> that the food sacrifice to idols is, doesn't mean anything. It's just food. But he would not eat of it if he was in the presence of idolaters. Because it would cause them to stumble. It would cause them to think, well, he believes in God, but he's eating our idol, idolatrous food, so it must be okay to be an idolatrous person. It's not. You can't serve God and idolatry. You can't serve God and demons. You got to pick. You got to pick. And I pray that you are serving, choosing to serve God today. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than He? Are we really stronger than God? No. Nobody's stronger than God. When I say things like idolatry wins out, it's because we choose to let it win out. And God says, like he did in Romans 1, that if that's what you want, I'm going to take my hand off of you and let you go your way. That doesn't mean we're stronger than God. That means God is giving us what we want for the moment. And he will let you walk in idolatry for a time. But if you do not repent, by the time you go to eternity... You will not be with God in eternity. It's flat out. That's the truth. If we do not repent and follow God, we will not be with Him in eternity. We won't. We won't. So my prayer is that you choose to follow God. And when you fall... Because we will. I do sometimes. We all do. 
We don't say, well, that's just how I'm made. You know, a lot of people say, you know, when their families are, are alcoholics and they're on alcoholic, they say, well, that's just how I was raised and I'm just in the family of isms and so I have to then go that way. No, you don't. When you fall, stand up and repent and go forward in Christ. Don't revel in your pain. Don't revel in your, in your disobedience. Allow God to minister to you. Amen? So, my question to you today. If you're, if you're reveling between God and idolatry in your life, which one are you feeding? Which one are you feeding today? Are you feeding your relationship with God? Or are you feeding your relationship with the enemy? Now, James said, and I said this yesterday, the other day in the sermon at the funeral home, James says, if we do not follow God, we're an adulterous people, in James chapter 4. We don't follow God, we're an adulterous people. And it's seen throughout the scripture. We look in the Old Testament, we talked about some of the Old Testament stories. They died because they were adulterous people. They didn't follow God. We will die spiritually and eternally if we don't follow God. And if we are not following Him, we are an enemy of God and we're adulterous and we need to go back to God. Amen? So I want you to think about that this week. Think about the ability that you have in God to go to Him in those times of trouble. We're going to have them. I'm not saying at all that if you follow God, you'll never be tempted. And if you follow God, you'll never have bad days. If you follow God, you'll never have a problem. Because you will. That's what you do with those things. That's the, that's the important thing. Amen? It's what you do with them. Let's go before the Lord. Father, we thank you today for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Father, for all the things you've given to us. Help us, Lord, to examine ourselves to know where we stand and where we are with you. Help us, Father, to know what you want for us and what you want for our lives. Father, help us as individuals to turn our hearts towards you in times of trouble. And Lord, I pray that you administer to us and that you would bless us today. Help us, Lord, to examine. Help us to get into our Bibles and read them. Help us to grow in greater relationship with you each and every day. And Father, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to Stepping Stones of Faith. I pray that you find value in this content. You can also find an audio podcast of this program on all the major podcasting platforms. Just type Stepping Stones of Faith into the podcast search bar. Once again, I'm Pastor Josh. Thank you for joining me today.